The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. Hear the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes Fan page, so you guys go check that out. Hey, we got a lot to talk about. You want to? We want to join in, tied into the uh, call in to one eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Also, Ken, keep you reminded us you can check the blog uh, or on the fan page and go to the archives. Yeah, Ken from ATL, you don't put me. Ken from ATL, you here? What's, what's up, Jaguami? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, man? Well, I think we had Rich on the show. We had Coach B on the show, but he had to call back in. Last week he was in sensitivity class. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully he comes back a little sensitive, uh, more sensitive than he already was. He may crown the show. He may cry. <laughs> I hope Sometimes not. I think he's going to crown the show. <laughs> but, uh, we'll, wait, we'll wait for Coach B to uh, call back in and, and, and join us. Here's what we're going to talk about. Uh, I know you guys have some things, but I was thinking about the Tiger Woods neck issue. I I, wanna, I couldn't resist to make a joke about it that he might have got whiplash looking at a couple of blondes in the uh, out there in the gala, out there <laughs> in the golf tournament. But uh, he's really have a, a serious neck issue where he has to get an MRI. Might have a bulging disc. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I want to talk about LT, uh, that situation, crazy situation. And we can talk some college basketball. Uh, not college basketball. Let's go to the NBA. We talk the NBA playoffs, and you guys, you know, you chime in to whatever you want as, as, as you guys show as well. Uh, what has she been going on, Ken, since I talked to you last week? Uh, man, just uh, trying to stay on top of these uh, stories. It seems like every week we got some uh, some, some some type of scam, scandal uh, just brewing in front of us. You know, uh, you know, it's amazing how we just moved from the Steelers and all their all their problems now over to Lawrence Taylor now. You know, that is crazy, huh? Yeah. So I'm just you know, there's just so much going on that we're just trying to stay on top of everything out here. Yeah, I was uh, I was on a talking to Deidre on Facebook, and uh, I told her, go set some athletes up in the Atlanta nightclub. I said, Ken down there, y'all go up there and uh, get something going so we can have a good story to tell. Yeah, but you don't really have to do it because uh, NFL, uh, I just say sports guys in general, most of you guys are just dumb. They just have to be in the nightlight. They have to be out there and, and be into some type of trouble. And, and a lot of them, I should say, you know, you go out because you like to have a good time, but when you're out there, you've been plotting against, and you got to understand that. Make sure you got the right people around you. Mm-hmm. I want to inter- yeah, yeah, say something about that topic. I just kind of know I came on the on the back end of that topic right there. Yes. But uh, in the first way, what's up, Ken? What's up, Quan? How y'all doing? Coach, good to have you back. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Yeah. You know, well, you know, I was blessed. You know, when I moved to Arizona in '97, I was blessed to hang out with a bunch of, um, you know, your teammates, my boys, the Cardinals, and um, you know, me playing arena ball and being in arena ball for a long time too. Also, was able to you know be around and be in situations like that, and not every athlete, not every situation is a bad situation. And a lot of people, you know, 
we I've been out with I can name names of people that play for the Cardinals or play for the Falcons when they came in whoever came in town and been out and these guys just sit down, they may get one or two, maybe three or four or five drinks at the bar, whatever, and then just sit back, they chill, they're glad to be out and enjoy the the um the people that are around them. Um but then you have those some who just want to find trouble. And, you know, it's kinda of, you know, the Ben Roethlisberger situation down in Atlanta, you know, the LT situation up in New York, and any of these situations, you know, that are that these players have a bad habit of just being in a putting himself in situations, or like you said a second ago, the people around them, not understanding that the people around you, some people uh, may not, maybe you grew up with them, or they were great in high school and and college or whatever, but now now. Those aren't the people you want to be around. So you got to, like you said a minute ago, you know, make sure you they crucify. They crucify guys like Allen Iverson or Michael Vick for keeping their friends around them. At the same time, those guys, AI and uh, and do and Vic, they got to know uh, some of their friends are only there for uh, glamorous reasons or, or false reasons. Monetary. You grew up with these guys, but now they're looking at opportunities where they can capitalize on what you've done all your whole life. Uh, and these guys might have played with them. AAU might have played with them in high school, but they feel like uh, we have to make this guy what he, what he is today. Shouldn't athletes be able to go out and have a good time? It's just those bad athletes that, um, that put that stigma on top, on top of Everybody who wants to come out who's a professional player in whatever sport they're doing, um, they come out and they get plotted against. But I know we come out, we just we don't do anything. We sit out, hang at the bar, That's do it. stuff like that. But fans and and, and uh, other people think they entitled to know everything about you, to know your business. And I, I, I don't agree with that in most cases. With the exception of, of Pac-Man Jones or Adam Jones or whatever he wants to be called now, you look Michael Vick, His people around him got him in trouble. My, yes, Mike wasn't doing what Mike was supposed to do, but if he, his, his people around him didn't get in trouble, Mike would have never got in trouble. Uh, oh, one of y'all breathing heavy on the phone. Uh, I just got an email. Uh, you know, I know you want to pipe in on this. You you say if Michael Vick don't get in trouble? I'll say that I, one I actually feel if Mike's cousin or whoever, his, his entourage wouldn't have got in trouble. Right. Mike wouldn't have got in trouble. Yeah, but Mike stayed. If you're fighting dogs and it's illegal uh, in certain states, or if you're uh, killing dogs or you're inhumane to dogs. I'm not condoning what Mike was doing. Yeah, I'm just saying. Mike's tied into it because of his name. Mike, um, when you look at the financial statements, you say Mike is funding all this stuff, so he's a part of it. It's like conspiracy alone. This guy's sitting in prison, federal prison right now, just on conspiracy alone. I understand that. What I'm saying, though, if his cousin doesn't get popped for whatever he got popped for, we don't find out about Michael Vick and dogfighting as publicly right. as it was. Some of us yeah, people who grew up in the area knew what was going Michael, on. But that's interest in hand. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? And like Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis doesn't, doesn't get murder charges. People around him didn't cause trouble in 2000. That's what I said earlier. you got to have the right people around you. Right. At some point, your friends, AI cut a lot of his guys loose. I mean, we had a celebrity basketball game last summer. I didn't see all those guys that was, you know, you normally see right. with them all the time or on TV or at the games. I didn't see those guys. He cut a lot of those guys loose because they were getting in trouble. But uh, AI name, Allen name was coming up. 
It's just who you associate with, and they, the story sounds better if, if uh, AI. Ken, you want to weigh in on this? Yeah, I, want, I got another perspective. You know, uh, I mean, that's a good point that you guys are making. Great point, you know, who you keep around you. But you also got to look at, you know, look at the Ben Roethlisberger case. <laughs> you know, he had his friends around him, but who was the main guy that, who was supposed to look after Ben Roethlisberger to make sure something like this didn't happen, and he kind of, you know, quote-unquote, kind of, you know, let it happen – was the right. trooper. That wasn't his friend. This is a guy who put in a resume, who uh, applied for the position to be his uh, off, uh, off-duty security, whatever. But he was, this guy was a state trooper, and they told this guy, look, you need to quit that you know, job working for Ben Roethlisberger. This wasn't his friend. This is the guy that was allegedly, allegedly standing outside the bathroom door who told the, her friend that she couldn't go in. And she told him, like, I think my friend is in, is in there, and she's drunk. And he would not let this girl go in. That's not nobody's friend uh, that, that he grew up with. This is somebody who was paid to do what he was supposed to have done. Right, and, and he's not a friend if you just met him. You need, you need some time with somebody. You need to you see their ups and downs like they see your ups and downs. You know, people, I do have a problem when people say they have friends. But you don't have friends. You have associates. You don't even know these people. It's good to hang out with these people in a certain setting, but don't call them your friends. These, these are guys who are not going to come get you when they when you really need them. A friend will do anything for you. Or come and get you when they need you. These guys are socials. They if they're not getting paid to do it, they don't get in they don't, they're not gaining anything from it. Nope. They're not friends. I have a problem when people keep throwing that word friend around. Uh, it's just like it's the same thing how ladies feel about love. Don't say you love me if you don't love me. It's the same thing, man. It's like yep. uh friends. Don't call me your friend unless you're willing to do everything I'm willing to do for you. Mm. These are just people that's enjoying the time, been out with a high-profile athlete like Ben Roethlisberger or, you know, Allen Iverson or Michael Vick, and they're going to do, you know, what they, you know, what they want them to do, okay? Ben Roethlisberger is going to pay me to be quiet and to keep everybody away from him. You know, whatever he does that we know is he's not supposed to be doing, we're going to cover it up. That's basically That's not what enough money. Do. You can't pay him enough money for it not to come out later. Now, we got uh, Kenya Simone on. Ken, you want to chime on this? We're talking about, uh, we're talking about the uh, – Situation with friends and how the uh, superstar, how these athletes are getting in trouble. Can you 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 on? Well, I think that you can't really put it all on the supposed friend. I mean, if the athletes don't want to get in trouble, they should watch what they do. Thank you you. Only, you know you can only trust people so much because money is a very tantalizing thing. Just and if someone them. offers you a million dollars to tell everything you know about Ben or even Oprah, Oprah finds herself in that bind all the time. You can't put a gag order on people that you do careless and reckless things around, eventually it's going to come out. That's, so yeah, that's what I mean by you can't, you can't pay them enough for that story not to come out later. You, all you're paying them for is that story not to come out right now. I.e. No. Tiger Woods' mistresses that he's probably thought these girls would never go and say anything about what they do, talk, text about, and guess what? After this story breaks out, when they see one girl start to get paid, guess what? They all start coming forward to get paid. Here, I got text messages, too. Here, listen to this voicemail. Oh, yeah, all come out. we did this, we did that. It's all right. Right. Everybody hired living all in an right. age where reality TV has taken over and everything is sensationalized. So they're like, maybe I can get something out of this. Maybe I can get a deal, a book deal, a reality show. It's crazy. Well, anybody can get a reality show. You see these uh, NBA wives, and they're not even wives. No, they're all ex-wives. Or girlfriends. Oh, well, I agree with Ken. I, I, 
is is what we what can I gain from this? I can get a reality show. This is, I mean, people live in reality all all day long. They just don't have the cameras with them. They got reality shows around them all the time. They just don't have the cameras. So it's what can I gain from this? And I won't put it so much on the friends. I put them on the athletes to know who their friends are. So when I go out there, I don't, if I go out with somebody, Ken and Rich, I know we straight. I know we're not going out there to get in trouble. I'm well, not I'm that guy where I'm saying, oh, I'm going out here, I'm going to kill them tonight. I'm going to get them tonight. I ain't yeah. that guy. I'm going out there, sit at the bar, and we're going to, have, we're going to do what we do. Yep. And it's not going to be in there. about it is. And yeah, I would put it but then you got uh, your fans. We got 30 seconds, so let me finish this up. We got um, people who think that your fans, they come in, they feel like they're entitled to know everything about you and can harass you while you're out. Now, I'm a guy who you can talk to me any time, but what if I'm not that guy? Then I got a problem with you, and then I'm pushing you away. You don't even come to the game. You don't buy tickets to the game, so you feel like, oh, you a celebrity or you, you, a, you such and such, you this and that. I can talk to you. I can, I'm reach approachable. We'll come back and we'll touch more on that. Uh, we'll finish off. We'll get some Tiger Woods, LT. We'll get some NBA basketball. Quite lots of sports sometimes with the show. We came from the ATL. That Kenya Simone calling in. We'll be back in two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you ready for a fresh, candid, and entertaining look at sports? It's time for a radio show that doesn't tackle sports like everyone else. Join former NFL player Nick Murphy for Murphy's Law. Hear it directly from your favorite pro and collegiate athletes, coaches, and media personalities as they dissect what's going on in the world of sports. It's sports, entertainment, and fun, and it's all part of Murphy's Law. Tune in Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's Hot Topics. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports Sometimes Rich Show came from the ATL. 
We got a special guest, uh, VIP guest, Kenya Simone from Chi-Town, WGCI. Uh, we left off, man. Um, we'll get back into that, but uh, let me get a get a little buzz of what you guys got going on so far while we got the air time. Coach, be using sensitivity training. Tell us about that. I'm just in a little training, you know, <laughs> telling me how. Hey, it ain't funny, Kim. Why you always gotta laugh, man? You always close time. You know, Bobby just doing that on purpose. You know that, right, Coach? I know you are. <laughs> you want me to be a real? I know he's sensitive, though. I'm talking. What was the training? Did it help you? Or keep you from not crying? Are you crying more? Or no, what? Uh, what was it about? That's why I. Know, I just wanted I mean, to. Uh, like Jay, I made the song cry, but no, I just, you know, it was just something that you know, te- teaching us, you know, how to, you know, the kids nowadays aren't the kids that like when we grew up. You know, they're a little bit more sensitive. The parents are a little bit more sensitive about situations. They're just teaching us how to, to, to talk and cope with the kids um, and to, you know, help them be better um, grown men and grown women. That's all. It wasn't, okay. it wasn't something that I already didn't know and, and already do it at this point in time with play with my kids. So it was oh, okay. fun. Other than that, just getting ready, you know, still doing weight training here at Mount Vernon High School, weight program, and uh, trying to make things happen. Can you, Simone, what you got going on? Well, you know, the gun violence has taken is just going crazy in Chicago and taking over our streets. So we're working on a, another gun buyback. We just had a very successful one on last Saturday where there were 4,500 guns turned in wow. all over the, the – um, there were 22 different locations all over Chicago where we had people turning their guns, no questions asked. We don't care what happened with them before. We just want them off the streets now. So we're working on another one coming up before the summer hits really, really big because that's when the violence goes up out here. Other than that, my birthday's coming up at the end of the month, so I'm just working on a big birthday celebration. Yeah, oh, we're doing our way. Man, no question asked like that. We'll come cross the party. Yeah, let me come up sometimes, Rich and Ken from ATL come down there and help out with that. Uh, you got another one coming up next month? Another birthday? Kenya. What? A Bob-Bike. Yeah, Bob-Bike. We want to, how can we be a part of that? What do we need to do? Oh, I'll give you the information, and then you guys can, yeah, that would be awesome. You guys come on out and uh, set up. We'll do a live remote and go out to some of the locations where they're turning in the guns, meet the people. They get a $100 MasterCard, too. We got uh, uh, yeah, cool. to uh, be on WGCI, probably. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I got to go talk to Ray Ellis about that. Uh, Ken from the ATL, what's up? Hey, man, it's summertime in the ATL. Well, I mean, what more can you ask for, you know? Um, you got some ATL pictures you've been sending me. Uh, <laughs> hey, those are enticement pictures trying to get you to come down here. I can't get down to ATL. I'm not sure what's going on. No, I'm just going to go all that showing they went down there. Hey, man, I've been to um, uh, El Paso this weekend, man, Texas El Paso. Uh-huh. Uh, Ray Mickens got a, his 2010 Celebrity Weekend thing, man. Yeah. It's really off the chain. Also, don't forget, man, June 4th, uh, go check out the website on oneaccordfoundation.com or .org, I'm sorry. Uh, go check that out. Get some information. That's coming up in June 4th. But uh, definitely just hanging out, man, doing my own thing. You know what I'm about to do? Like, far as we talking about athletes and their image change, they need to change their image. I'm about to do the same thing. Now I'm retired, but I'm about to change my friends and make some of them associates and take some of my associates and get rid of them. You we generate so much money for a lot of people, man, but we, we don't come together and do it for ourselves. So I'm about to cut I had a uh, thing last night. Uh, NFLPA came about to talk about the pensions and everything, every money that's uh, awarded to you or that you're available for. I might have about 50, I might have about ten of my closest friends, man, uh, 
come through that was interested in it. But I text about 34, and these guys wonder why they can't get anything done because they never come together for anything. So I'm going to stop reaching out to a handful of those guys, really. And I'm dead serious, too. I said, they, don't, they really don't want to do anything. But uh, let's, let's get back into some sports, man. I just want to shout out what you guys are doing, always when we're on the air. Whatever you guys have going on, you can come here and air it out, for real. So, well, Kwame, back to what you just said a second ago. That, you know, what you just said, you, te- you text about 30, 30 to 35 of your, your closest playing friends and uh, that guys who would benefit from coming to that meeting. This was a meeting for them. These were all right. NFL guys. These were NFL guys. This right. meeting pensions and this was stuff, the money. They, and they didn't, that's what I'm saying, they didn't show up for that? They didn't show up for that. I mean, they they put a lot of other stuff first, and, and I don't want to say the stuff they put first on the air, um, but it was it was nonsense. But again, it was nonsense. Seriously, it was the stuff now. Just the money for the stuff that'll affect them in the future. Yeah, it ain't gonna it ain't gonna do nothing for me in the future. It's just a it's just a right. five minute deal for them jokers. But that's but, uh, so many people are living for right here, right now. They they think you know they got time. That's they don't have time. This is it. They had time when he was playing. Uh, but, yeah, I know I heard you saying, Kenya, but they had that time when he was playing. This information was afforded uh, to them, and they didn't take advantage of them because you're getting it right now, so you don't think you're going to need it later. Now they're done playing. They need it later, but they don't have all the answers to the questions they, they're giving out. Hmm. So these guys are happy to show up. But the guys who showed up, they, they usually show up for things like Marte Jenkins, Damian Anderson, uh, Sid Justin, uh, who was it, Anthony Parker, uh, who was there? a lot of NFL alumni guys. Uh, but it, it, was, it was a good turnout, and this lady flew all the way from New York to give this presentation. This was for them. So that's why if you see my nose in the air, it's not like I'm ignoring you. I'm just looking at the stars. It ain't going to come down until the sun comes down. When the sun comes back up, I'm back in the air with it. They don't want to come together, man. I'm, I do it myself. I could do it myself. I'm trying to help them out. All right, let's move on, man, for real, for this uh, turn to a downer. <laughs> let's talk about this uh, Lawrence Taylor situation. Lawrence Taylor. Wow. Mm-hmm. Why is he out? You think he was set up, but why? even if he was set up, he was still in the situation. Why was he out? And I don't care if the girl was 19 or whatever. Why was he out in a 16-year-old girl, and now he got a potential uh, statutory rape charge against him? Well, that's not even the question you should be asking. It's like, man, if you're married at home, a wife who's been there for you throughout your whole life, dealing with your uh, your drug habits you've had in the past, uh, you know, I mean, all this, everything you've ever been a part of that you've got your name in the paper for, she's had your back, she supported you, here you go again, putting yourself back in the same situation. And, and did you hear what she said? She said, this, that don't even sound like the type of girl. Well, this seems like okay. This how many other times have this been going on that you found out about and you still right. with them? Okay, so he used poor judgment. You putting yourself in the in that situation. We don't care. He's always used poor 16, judgment. 16, 17, 19, 20, 30. It's still you're married. You're at home. You've been going through this for a long time with your wife. She's had your back. Why you keep putting yourself in the same situation as before? All right, so I'm gonna comment on that. And, and everybody, you know. Help them through it, pat them on the back, you know, you can make it, you'll be okay, you know, you'll be clean. Like with the drug abuse, and I was reading before that there was um, things about spousal abuse, and she hung in there. She said, so if he gets away with everything, you know, he just thinks he's invincible. I, I, I think his wife just came aboard so he won't get in trouble. I don't think she really believed um, what LT was doing or he was, uh, it wasn't his fault. I think she made a comment or something about... Um, uh, he wasn't soliciting sex or something like that. 
she made some type of comment that came to the defense, and I don't really don't believe she believed that. But I, again, I don't know her. But okay. again, Ken, you 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 made a great statement. He has a wife at home. He's been he got a history of trouble, and then why he's even putting himself in that situation? Yeah, again, I, hey, I'm not condoning anything LT did, but you know I'm always going to be the devil's advocate. That's me. You know, it's like, you know, that profession is there for a reason because other people go out and indulge in it, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't think that, you know, there are athletes out there who, who when they go in certain cities, don't want to deal with the chicks of the club because, like a Tiger Woods situation, they'll call them a little escort or whatever they need to do to, to do whatever they need to do when they're not around. I'm sure that happens. The problem I have with it is the fact of, you know, LT shouldn't have, I mean, we don't know what the circumstances are between LT and his wife, you know, and he put himself in that situation. Maybe he was in the town. He wanted some company. You don't. You oh, my goodness. You can't double that on this one. No, no, no. no, no. I mean, he was, he was, again, the, the age thing and him, I mean, what do you, I mean, if you go out to a club and you go out to a club and, the, you know, it's, I don't know how he, how is he, how is he going to check the age? How is, how is yeah. he going to check the girl's age? That's no. not, I think the only thing he was really, really guilty of was adultery. That's, that's it. That's all I, 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 I don't think he knew that. You know, it might be one of those phone servers where you call in and the, and the pimp or whomever bring bring the uh, female, the whatever, the entertainment to you. The girl was 16, and now she got bruises on her face from, like, maybe she was 16, and the pimp said, you better go do this, you better go make this money, and told her, when you get there, say he did it. I, I, we don't know. I, I just want to bring it up, like, the whole thing is why LT keep putting himself in those situations when he already has a history of trouble, He's already he already has a wife at home. He's a hey, where, what's wherever his he relationship goes. with this guy? Where do you know this guy from that was bringing him the entertainment and company, as you guys so eloquently put it? This is somebody that he uh, <laughs> called on before. Uh, that, you know, when he's in town, you know, he brings a prostitute through. Company. <laughs> so he already know, he already been doing business with this guy already before. Okay, so he did. And unfortunately, okay. he just bought, brought LT a, a minor. Yeah, goods. A minor, you know, somebody that he just found. Like, they've only been associated for 30 days before this. He was a runaway. Uh, he picked her up and uh, put her into this lifestyle. Like I said, he's only been, he's only been working for him for 30 that. days now. Where is this 15, 16-year-old girl's mother? Where are her parents? She like, ran away. She ran away. She ran okay, away. She yeah. ran away with all this. Something's not going right in the home. Or maybe she just that rebellious that she don't want to follow rules and she ran away. But now look what rules she got to follow. Somebody yeah. else, a stranger, telling her, go pimp yourself out to a, to another stranger, to a man. And, and, yeah. and in this case, it's LT. Is prostitution illegal? In the state of New York, it is. Yes, it is. My question is something else. Is it still legal? Because I know there's places where you can go, and it's nothing. In Nevada, maybe, but that's about it. Yeah. This is a question I have to ask. You know, she's texting her uncle what's going on. Why isn't her uncle coming to get her? And putting a stop to it. If she's in contact with her uncle over this 30-day time span, why isn't her uncle coming to get her? Man, sometimes your family just give up on you. I I couldn't even answer that question. Her uncle's the one that called the police. And they say, oh, well, enough is enough. You done ran away like three times before. Her uncle was the one that called the police. Yeah. So why is her uncle coming to get her prior to this situation, knowing that she's in a bad situation? Well, then let me put that with advocate. Her uncle said, oh, that's, I'm calling the police. That's Lawrence Taylor. He already has history of trouble. Uh, this right here is going to get us over the top. Let's go. and we don't, We're not going to win, but we'll get a civil case against him. Let, let's go get paid off this guy. You already have a troublemaker, so it's not going to hurt you for your image to be out there like that. You can't and get a civil case against a pimp. 
And I got breaking news as well. Sometimes we show Ken from the ATL. We got Ken from the ATL. I got breaking news from the Sixteen Year Old Girl herself. I will come back to that after the break. What? The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan, or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sometimes we show with Ken from ATL. We still have Kenya Simone from WGCI out in Chicago with us. We had some very interesting discussions. There was some breaking news, and uh, I'll let you guys talk about that. I, I didn't see the breaking news, and I'm looking right at the TV. 
But uh, I, I did. you guys say it's not a uh, rape or it's, or it's not a, uh, what is it? It's not a, it's statutory, yeah. but it's not rape. I don't Speak know what the difference is. Speak on well, I'm going to look at it at two different uh, perspectives here, okay? By her own admittance, it, it, it wasn't rape. Uh, she just told a, a New York Daily newspaper today that, uh, you know, she was told she got beat up by the pimp, told her to go up there, have sex with uh, LT. She walked in the room. Uh, he was already naked already. Uh, she told him that, hey, I'm 19. They proceeded to have sex, and she had a pregnancy scare. She told him uh, because the condom got stuck in her and uh, something about uh, it's okay, you're not going to get pregnant because he's fixed anyway, and after they she said she wanted to just hurry up and get it over with as quick as possible. After they have sex, she was going, walking out the door, and he told her, just turn the TV off on your way out, and she left. So that doesn't sound like rape to me. But what they're looking at, what they're saying is that, you know, a 16-year-old still cannot consent or not consent to sex. That's still a statutory rape. So in the end, I really think this guy is really just going to get charged with statutory rape at the end. Carries a year maximum in jail. Now, I'm just going to say this again. As, as she says, he was standing there butt naked. I highly doubt if the conversation of age even came up. Well, she said that it, it did. She said she told him, I'm 19. So she told him. I think him. somebody is paying her to make sure she says, to make sure you add that piece in there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you thought you were doing something with your 300 you got from that night. We'll give you about 3,000. Mm -hmm. And see, my 16, question she's is like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll stick to that. My so it's a money issue job. again as far as shutting her up or, or making her say, Make her say things that, you know, won't make LT or put him in jail. Well, see, he's your, but my thing is this. He may, he, he may only jail. Case, but it's all said and done, he may get just a one-year statutory rape charge or whatever, but now he's, for life he's, he's labeled as a sex offender. Yeah. Now, well, one year, I thought it was, well, I thought it carried a five-year term maybe. I don't, I don't know. And he's in New York too, so. That's for the rape. The rape carries four years. The okay. statutory rape uh, for, of a minor carries one year in jail. So wow. he's not even going to do prison time. This is, this is, he can do county jail time with this. For raping somebody, for raping a kid. Correct. Statutory yeah, we rape. We have some crazy uh, rules and laws in this country. Remember, but again, I'm not condoning what he did. I'm just like, okay, well, this, I mean, I guess it's from this point on when you go out to a club and you go meet somebody or whatever, can I see your ID, please, social security card, and, and run the credit and do all that before you do anything with them. Well, if you're married, you should be doing, you should be even asking for none of that. <laughs> I mean, but again, come on. When, yeah, you're talking about, if you're talking about, if you're married, what do you want to happen on a daily basis? And you keep no, talking about that, married, 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 you married. How many people, guys who go to strip clubs? I mean, what, what do they go there for? How many people in the United States of America that are married uh, stand by their vows? How many? What's the percentage? Y'all know? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. I'm gonna make okay. him up the ones so, I know. If, because he was married, he should did he should do that. Man, I'm living in Washington D.C. Ninety percent of these congressmen and these senators are married, but yet you see them in the, in the little bars. You see them doing these things. All of them have mistresses. Because I don't want to hear all that. It ain't like you, you making it seem like because he was married, he should have did that, did that. Yes, he should have, but he didn't. Not well, everybody. You know they're not their lives by the lives by the marriage law. But you know what? Though, if you get caught, you best to be prepared to make that yeah. bed you just slept in. That is so true. But, again, that's if you get caught. Tiger Woods got caught. These senators and congressmen, when they get caught, they get caught. Wow. They live with that. Woman, this is scary. Like nobody, well, not nobody, but the percentage of people that probably uphold their vows. Yikes. Now, while well, I look at Lawrence Taylor as this, when she walked in with bruises on her face or wherever the bruises were, he should have said, what happened to you? Let's call the cops. 
come on. That's not his. Every, every two and a half years, he's like a timeline. You can time things on him. He ain't going to I'm just saying, hey, hey, let me do what you got to do because you got to go. I'm turning TV off when you leave. Right. Why are you doing this? Why are you a prostitute? Now, the, the statistics prove that most women, especially young women, you said she was a runaway, that get into the line of prostitution, they were sexually abused or molested as children anyway. So if anybody picks up a prostitute, are they supposed to say, hey, why are you doing this? What happened to you? My, my pimp just beat me up. That kind of comes with the territory. So I don't think he's been doing this for a while. I don't think he was even shocked or surprised by bruises or scratches or scrapes or anything. Getting beat up by pimp comes with the territory. You put yourself out there. You, you liable to get punched in the face a couple of times. So, you, so it was like that. <laughs> Who? I know. I'm just saying. Uh, I, the kids say it come with the territory. You might get punched in the face from a time, from time but to time. That's the risk you take. I mean, well, we all saw hustle and flow. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know, man. Hopefully, the guy gets. You know, we don't. We don't know the case, but hopefully, he gets out. Let's move on to some NBA basketball, man. Seriously. Can I make one comment? Yeah, you can. Hey, sure, sure, like I said, boy. Ken. <laughs> Ken from ATL. What's up? Why y'all choke, man? I'm so upset right now. Who choke? The Atlanta Hawks. I'm oh, so upset. Oh, man, Kwame, please tell this man. They just outpowered those guys. They had, Atlanta is like two players away. And a coach. <laughs> three, three weeks ago, I was saying Atlanta was probably the, the, the youngest team team to beat in the East as far as giving everybody a run for their money. They went seven against Milwaukee and got blown out by Orlando. Hey, I was glad to see that because guess what? I might be Ken from the ATL, but Ken from the ATL is actually from Los Angeles, who's a diehard Los Uh-oh. Angeles Laker fan. <laughs> Y'all going to lose against Phoenix. I don't want to hear all that. You can't oh, lose. So, uh, so I want to do the question. I want to ask you guys, all, all of you. Why are these teams getting swept? Like, Utah Jazz, a team that's not known for getting swept. The, um, the um, who the Suns just beat up on? The Spurs. Spurs. Oh, you swept the Spurs. Spurs. Oh, yeah. Atlanta got swept. Why these teams? Dallas. The level of competition is not balanced out. Why are these teams getting swept? These teams, they're they just weren't that good. I mean, really, you got to really look at it. These teams were not good. Look at the look, Let's start with the Eastern Conference first. Those bottom, uh, what eight, seven, six seeds, five, fifth seeds, they really weren't that good. Charlotte, Atlanta, Milwaukee without Michael Red, Andrew Bogut, and he still was able right. to take Atlanta seven games to beat them and beat them once at home in Atlanta. And, the, you know, that, they really weren't that good. It was. I think you better off having the uh, – the East is weak anyway. I used to think the East had the best – well, I think they might have the best talent, but uh, as a team-wise, I think teams are more suited in the West that play together. East well, this year was probably the, the first year that the East didn't have teams made the playoffs under 500. Exactly. Everybody was over 500 this year. Yeah, well, that, that's not saying much when the West played that every, every year. you got to remember something. Everybody in the West won over 50, even the eighth seed. Right, over 50 yeah, games. Back in the day, the shift was the East. Those were the teams that, you know, that was the fourth. You had the Celtics, you had the Knicks. Those were the teams that you had to worry about. Now it's like they're just not doing that. They're not there anymore. I mean, there's no um, – there's no the, – the talent level is not spread out. I don't know – um, if you're giving the coaches all the money, you can't get certain players. And then they're talking about they might, Utah might lose Carlos uh, Boozer, uh, but they don't have the money in the market to go get those huge players, or they, mm-hmm. or they just choose not to go do that. Mm-hmm. So you can't lose a guy like that. And then if you lose Carlos Boozer, who do you think you're going to lose next? Derrick Williams. Yeah, yeah. Derrick Williams going to dip. He, he, you can't, you got to add another superstar. You can't take a superstar away. 
you got to add add to those two guys. I think their supporting cast will be all right, and then we'll see Utah back where we've uh, where we've seen them as far as winning and competing in those final games. But if you add one more superstar that comes in and fit the puzzle, not just because he's a free agent superstar now, but he comes in and fit into that that scheme, I think you'll find them to, that uh, Utah a way better team. Obviously, a way better team, but way better. What frustrated me was the Spurs. I think the Spurs, this, Tim Duncan can't do it, Bob. So what happened to Richard Jefferson, I don't know. Mono Ginobili didn't, didn't have a good series. He played had some good uh, games here and good games there, but Tony Parker injured. Um, the Spurs bench um, behind Tim Duncan, they have no other big man. The guy from Pittsburgh didn't feel, couldn't um, handle play. Amari Stoudemire. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got Steve... Nash with one eye. Oh my um, gosh, he has doing the his heart thing, of the league. He's, just, he's that guy. Yeah, Steve Nash. You know that guy's a soldier. He's a warrior. He, he goes. He go get it done. All these young guys are coming in doing their thing. Steve Nash is not going. He's just one eye, one leg. He's still gonna get out there and do his thing. I love him. Yeah, and and I, you know, I just think now what happens is if Phoenix, which which I think will beat the Lakers in six. Oh, oh, Ken, wow. what you got to say about that? Oh, uh, three to one. That's what the uh, I mean. Nine and three over three seasons. Three three to one this year. We can beat them at home. We're too long. We're too tall. Every time uh, we, you play we them the, the best player. Every time you play them in the in the playoffs, you lost. Closer in the game. Uh, this four two. Well, I got the Suns. I got the Suns beating the Lakers. I the the Suns have a better bench than the Lakers. The Lakers starting five. It's probably going to dominate. They they too tall and too big out uh, down there, down low. But when it comes down to that bench, I think the Suns has a great chance of keeping it close for Steve Nash to do this thing. The Suns have beat the Lakers in the playoffs in the best of seven series. The last what you got uh, six games. I'm have to go with the Lakers on this one. Thank you, Kenya. Kenya is going with the. She's All I got to say obvious. is nine and three the over the last three Kobe. seasons. Three and one this year. Yeah, Kobe have a better bench, but the Lakers have more endurance, and they can they can play pretty consistent. And Kobe always kicks it into gear in the fourth quarter, anyway. Who on the Lakers going to be able to handle? We won't come back to the Lakers going to be able to handle. Also, yeah, but the Lakers. This is not the regular season. This is the playoffs. You got to games. That don't happen during the regular season. That don't happen in a, uh, if they played each other three times. That don't happen, but we, we'll come back and touch that. All right, man, I told you guys I'll be in uh, El Paso this weekend and Ray Mickens Golf Celebrity Tournament. Also, June 7th, I will be at the uh, – but that's the 8th annual RCI uh, Crystal House Open will take place across five continents. Six countries, approximately 8,000 golfers are expected to participate in a worldwide event. Uh, if you want to join up here – Got a few packages for you. You can call me at the Cromwell Sports Show. Um, check the webpage, CromwellSports.com. I'll give you more information on that. I'll keep talking about it throughout the shows before it happens. Also, on one accord, it'll be out there in Napa Valley and Silverado Private Golf Course. But check out the page on one accord.com or one accord.org. All right, this is Cromwell Sports. We'll be back in two minutes with Kenya Simone, ATL Ken, and Rich Sensitivity. Okay. Don't get hung up on me. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. 
to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports joe cribs no average joe is here for you the fan to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports we'll discuss not only the headliners but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today it's a forum for the sports fan hosted by joe cribs a three-time pro bowler with the buffalo bills joe is a 10-year pro football veteran a former southeastern conference most valuable player and a member of the alabama sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, Grand Am, or even Lambo racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, the host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster around the world to work each week to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing, while also never forgetting the local weekend warriors. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat for the world of racing. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Power Up Channel. Be there or get a DNF. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports welcome back to the formula they want to talk over my sexy boy segment that i'm uh I'm going back to uh, camp natal uh, rich up in northern virginia dc Let's get into the last segment, so let me ask you guys a little bit about this. We were talking about basketball, but uh, I do want to mention this. Uh, we needed more hours on the show so we can get into all these things, but Brian Cushing uh, being suspended four games for uh, steroid use. And I, I want to say steroid. I think it was an enhancement drug or something. Well, they said this. But he got, rookie of the, he got defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, no, and they're trying to they're trying they to say that. They're saying that it's it's we our bodies already produce HGC or whatever it is. Um, he he got in trouble for a slightly raised, slightly raised levels of HGC or whatever it is. They're not saying what could have caused it. They said it's not a steroid. Um, it happened in September. He passed wow. every one of his other drug tests, random drug tests from September to the end of the season. Now. Is it fair to get his rookie of the year award taken away from him like that? No, it's not. It's not. He he uh, appealed that suspension, and then he finally lost it recently. But my thing is, if this HGC, if it's if it's if it's something your body puts out, you may eat something, 
you may work out this, you do whatever, and something, kind of like your thyroid. Your thyroid can go, can fluctuate up and down at any given moment. And because at this one time you took a test, a, a test and be slightly higher, all of a sudden now you, you're actually doing a drug or something like that, the NFL drug policy needs to be uh, re-looked at and revamped, same way with the, the Williams boys from Minnesota. Hey, um, and the guys from New Orleans. It just doesn't make sense that you have all these players denying this, 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 and this. They're passing drug tests, and one test because of something that's maybe now on the list noted it to the players or whatever is causing all the, these problems. Well, a lot of stuff is controlled substance. A lot of stuff you can get over counter. A lot of guys don't know about. But the year, uh, year in and year out, the NFL puts out pamphlets of drugs or, or different vitamins that you cannot take, and there's a list. Um, but I was going to say this, and I just got a text about it, but I was going to say this. I think it was the same thing Manny Ramirez was taking. And Manny Ramirez was taking a female hormone, wasn't he? Yeah, now, but we, talk, we talked about this last year on the show. Your body puts out already. Yeah, 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 but he was taking a, a female hormone. What, what is that about? It gets more estrogen or something? That's what Manny. We're not talking about Manny. But he, but Cushing, I heard, I know we're not talking about Manny, but I'm trying to say, I think Cushing was taking the same thing. I'm not yeah, sure. They did, they did I'm asking you since you gave that whole dissertation on it. I thought you might have more information on it. No, it was I, a I didn't get that much information on it because they said they said it's something they, that it was it's a, a that you cycle up after you're on a cycle of steroids. It's non-steroid, so that's that's not steroid. What uh, Manning was taking was it? No. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, Ken, what you think about that? But if they could take away his trophy, then they could take away a lot of things uh, from the team. If you well, they should not take it. What about, what about Julius Peppers in 2002? Exactly. Or Sean Payne in 2006. Right. But these guys come up there next year, they get that big contract, and, and, then, you, and then you're talking about um, if you, you're going to take this guy trophy away from him. But if you could take his trophy away from his rookie of the year trophy, should you be able to take MVP trophies and games and, and Super Bowl titles from uh, teams who have uh, steroid uses on their team? But why I mean, where, 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 does it go? where does it stop? Where, why didn't they take Sean Merriman's in, in 2006? So yeah, I, don't, right. I don't feel this is, this is something that definitely the, the NFL uh, Players Association do need to get involved with because if they, came, if they didn't take away the rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year from Sean Merriman in 2006, here we are, 2010, why are you going to take Brian Cushions? They can't prove that uh, he was taking this throughout the season. Right. He won his award in October, November, not in September. You feel yeah, okay go, to, uh, go to Pro Football Talk and, and, and look up Brian Cushing. He had an, he had an August knee injury, and why he was a uh, – let me see. For those you confused in the fact of tech, that Texas linebacker Brian Cushing tested positive in September for a substance reportedly used after steroid psych and ensured that there is no shrinkage in certain areas here. In fact, that was recently remembered without an extremely prompt. This was for a change. Uh, this talks about, I'm, I'm paraphrasing that, it talks about his knee. He was hyperreactive, uh, hyperbaric to speed, the healing process, initially expected to take 10 days, but ended up taking longer. I'm trying to find out where to say something about the drugs. Uh, subject on a random test, uh, just chance steroids getting back 100% more quickly. Under the, under the theory, Cushion had been chasing a story with the HGC in September. I think this was all speculation, though. But it does go. But go check out uh, Pro Football Talks. It does say a lot of things about what he was taking. All right, I'll check it out later. This I, don't think that, part I, of think it. That I don't think it's fair to, you know, do you take Ray Lewis's MVP um, trophy away from him? 
Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what I want to ask you guys now. I, I'm, I hear what you're saying, but at what point does, if you take that away, then you can go even further than that. You can go even further than taking Super Bowls, MVPs. Hey, Tony Holmes, can you go take his for bad, for, for bad conduct? He was just suspended. He was just suspended for uh, drug abuse, four-game suspension. Remember, that's not even for the bar incident in Miami. That's for the drug policy. Let me ask a question right quick. All right. Now, this drug test, he failed this drug test in September but appealed it. How come we're just finding out about it now? And when other yeah, everybody else has a drug test and they fail, you know about it right away, and, it gets, and they still appeal it. But yet, so the thing is, is that if, you had, if, every, if, they, if that had came out in September or early October when it happened, he would have never won the rookie of the year probably. No, it would, they would give it to somebody else. Right. Easily. Now, he had to give miles 51 votes. But ask yourself this. How did uh, Lyle Alzado die from steroid use and never tested positive while playing for the Oakland Raiders? How was that possible? I mean, you, you, can, right. you can close your eye. You can have a blind eye to whatever you want to have in the uh, – and whatever you do, but right now we're talking about the National Football League. Sure, there are certain superstars. That's why we can protect Tom Brady. That's why you can't make an aggressive football play on Tom Brady. And you can make the rules how you ever want them, how you want them to be. Um, but, and you can have certain superstars how you want them. Didn't Brian Cushing, didn't his father play in the National Football League or something like that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. But they only started testing for steroids since 1989. And only since then, only 165 players have been tested positive for steroids. How many, uh, 169? 165 positive tests since 1989 when the league first started uh, steroid right. testing. Yeah, wow. but, yeah, but they got, uh, so this was before years uh, Lyle Alzado's time, but he died from steroids. He never, Correct. you know, these guys should take all kinds of things uh, to, play this, to play this game, this car-crashing, aggressive football game. And then, uh, you know, when they're done, they're done. But... Also, the league can, you know, you could do certain things in the league where, you know, we've seen that since the time we've been on the air where, you know, you can almost, you can kill a man and be playing, sign with a team next year. Only because the rules state this guy wasn't in the white line. And Rich and I, well, we, all of us, we've been going back and forth on this. So I think if you kill somebody, you kill somebody because you've been intoxicated. Yeah, as well. I mean, that's true. But the law states, if you're not within. This. I know, I'm, I'm with you, Coach, but the, that's why I said we got some. Messed up uh, laws, government uh, rules, and punishments for them. Oh, um, you know, you can. And that ties right into, you know, football. If you tested for drugs, you're out for a while, but you've got to make a statement on somebody. These guys already got the blueprint. You can't do this, you can't do that. If you do it, it, it should be more than four games. And if you're missing more than four games, then obviously the team don't need you. The team don't need you, then your career is shot. So yeah. that keeps, I don't think there's no room. I don't think there's any room for drugs in any sport. Not at all. See, my question for you, so you said they're not, so, but yet these, these teams can shoot you up with whatever they need to shoot you up with so you can play that game and not take into consideration your future and your livelihood. Right, I'm going to say this. That's, that's fair, that's interesting fair for the team to do that within the law. Because the music is playing and we out of here for the last segment. I do appreciate you guys coming and making the show that much interesting. Um... It's Kwame Lassen Sports Sport Sometime Rich Show with Ken from the ATL. Coach, that is an interesting topic. Let's, let's put that on our fan page, Ken, and uh, get some questions and answers about that. Got it. All right, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Appreciate you guys. I, I'm working on some stuff for us out here, so I'll keep you informed with that. Peace. Sounds good. All right, well, we'll talk to you guys later. Holla. Hey.
Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericasports.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by voice america talk radio network its staff and management